0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dentistry Unmasked. My name is David Rice. I'm the Chief Editor at Dentistry IQ. I happen to know a partner in crime over there.
1: Hey, Pam aragliano Welcome, everybody, and welcome to our amazing guests. We have good friends and very well-known dentists here, Doctors John Flukey and Paul Feuerstein.
2: Welcome, guys. Well, we, we know that the amazing friends couldn't make it, so, but we were <laughs> hanging out, <laughs> drinking Red Bull, and they just grabbed us <laughs> and said the amazing friends are late, so here we are.
1: Everybody Has to have us be on the C list. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) One thing I would love to chat about with you guys is, you know, you both have had practices for a long time, but you have been able to balance your editor life and your practice life. How did you go from being in private practice to becoming an editor? And was it like a passion project? Or I know you guys are both tech people. Like, how did that? Turn into what it is. Well,
3: first, John should tell you how we first met online.
2: The real story, or
1: the
3: online,
2: like a Match.com so, thing. Or? Well, gradually. <laughs> well, no, this was before. This is before then. But he did. He did tell me that his name was Trixie, and <laughs> I've always had a thing for girls with an X in their name. So um, it We've, turned out he was not five foot two and did not have blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we
3: were on the internet together before the internet existed, probably. We were on dial-up, modem, yeah. Before Al Gore invented it. Yeah, we yeah. Oh. way before. That was yeah. early on. And we were in a group, it was called the uh, Internet Dental Forum, and it was set up okay. by a uh, dentist named David Dodell from actually went to Tufts, who's a brilliant, brilliant uh, software engineer, hardware Gosh, engineer. Gosh,
2: an IT genius. And yeah. he
3: set up this, this little pod in Arizona and said, if anybody's a dentist, come on in, and we, we, we would talk to each other typing it was, it was all it was all uh, virtual and 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 email based yeah yeah you know, so. and eventually you know we, john and i and marty jablow and a few other people just became pen pals for lack of a better word oh, wow. and then as it was evolving as the whole internet space was evolving we started doing some things there wasn't such a, such a thing as online at that point but strangely the ada got wind of what we were doing this is back in, wow.
2: 1998. Something, yeah. I can tell you for sure, 1998.
3: So, so they invited the Internet Dental Forum to do an Internet Dental Forum, which nobody even understood. We didn't even understand what we yeah. were doing. They
2: called it Technology Day, and they just brought a bunch. And it was actually the day before the ADA. It was kind of like a special right. little session.
3: Wow. So, so for the first time, I actually met John. Yep. I said, oh, I thought you were. I, I didn't know you had an accent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And 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 I was like, you looked much taller in type. <laughs> <laughs> and and so so what it led to was we were on the A D program, and all of a sudden here we are on the program speaking about PCs and things like that that never existed in dentistry before, and and it became sort of a, a path. And since we specifically myself, Marty, and John were the I guess the the leaders of this whole process, I can't say leaders, but in the tech side, we understood how to make, you know, we've all built a computer from scratch. We 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 were the hackers of the group, really. really And we just became great friends. And then all of a sudden, a a, a dentist, he's gone since now, his name is Bob Davis, wrote a newsletter. And it was called... um, Tools R Us. Tools R Us. Tools R Us. And so we started writing little articles for this thing.
2: And he mailed it. He had like a mailing list and he would go to Kinko's and print this and fold them by hand and stick a label and staple it and then mail it to I don't know how many, like hundreds of dentists. And
3: so, you know, so we were writing columns back in, you know... Hard, you know, hard copy yeah. columns, and you know, so then the writing begins, from some, uh, my, my personal tale is I was writing a lot of things and giving a lot of lectures on high tech and low tech, whatever tech was at the time, and Joe Blaze approached me, who was the, you know, the editor in chief of DE for a long time, he says, could you write me, a, it was around the millennium in fact, uh, when, when the Y2K was happening. Yeah. But actually, before that, so he said, could you write a couple of things you know, about stuff? He said, I don't understand any of this stuff. So I was writing like, what is Windows XP? And what does all this mean? And he says, he says to me, he says, I remember this quote. He says, I wouldn't know Windows XP from a sweet pea. Says, so I need something <laughs> to write about it. <laughs> so I started writing a column. Next thing you know, I'm writing a column. How about next month? How about next? All of a sudden, I'm writing a column every single month since the 19, I don't know when.
2: Like 99, Nin- Yeah, think.
3: the 90s. And he says, well, we may as well make you the technology editor of DE. So I did that for uh, up to 10 years. So every month at a deadline, and you know about deadlines.
2: (laughs) I still remember (laughs) being on the show floor in the old McCormick (laughs) and Paul running up to me (laughs) and telling me, I just became the technology editor of dental economics, <laughs> and we like hugged and we were high fiving. I was beating him over the head, and I was like, "You made it! You made
3: it!" But little did I know that I was going to follow my my path from school and wait till the day before the column was due to write it that night, overnight, and three in the morning I was submitting these things. So that was that. So the, the short short, short stories I did that for a, a zillion years, and then I got. Uh, I got in a dark alley in Manhattan, Jim Radcliffe walked up to me. He says, What are you doing with DE? We'd like to have you over here. I said, What's the deal? He says, We'd just like to have you over there. I'm thinking, Oh, this is gonna be like a baseball thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, we just like you over there. And I thought about I was the nerd
2: day. dentist to be named later. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Exactly.
3: <laughs> and so I did it so I just continued moved from column eight. Oh, I know what the deal was. I want to be on the cover. I said, I wanna be on that cover. I said, we can do it. We've got a deal. So then I've been writing that column, and then a couple of years ago, Damon Adams, retired after 20-plus years, calls me up says, Paul, how'd you like to be the editor now? I go, what he do he says, yeah, you do? He's like, yeah, he just read articles. I said, oh, okay. He just kind of it's just put really the magazine <laughs> together. It's really easy, <laughs> it's really isn't it? Easy. doesn't yeah. take a lot of time. He forgot to tell me I have to run the entire magazine. Yeah. That was, by the way.
2: He was like, yeah, and, and you can start in 30 days. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, because exactly. I remember
2: Paul called me, and he was like, Oh my gosh, I have no I just got all this stuff and I have no idea what I'm doing. So if I'm hearing you correctly,
1: your career peaked with dental economics Absolutely. and it's been a downhill
2: a slope, downward slope
0: spiral. ever since. <laughs> yeah.
3: Spiraling. Out of control. Yes. So yeah, and and you know, so it's it, that's just that's just path A. So you asked about the rest of my life. So I was in full time practice, then I dropped to Monday through Thursday, then I sold the practice to my associate. And I became his associate. Story for another day. That's a dental economics story. And then, uh, well, the end of the story is he went bankrupt.
2: (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then- um, That
2: that Paul spent his entire life putting together.
3: (laughs) And then, um, so so I sit to this day, 50 years into this, I practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I do full-time magazine work, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Also, days and nights, because I'm working internationally. And then I come to meetings like the uh, SwileCon meeting and the, the various dental meetings. So, it's I, th- I keep saying yes, and someone has to teach me how to say no.
0: I don't know that word. You have so much spare time, Paul.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's kind of ruined my rock career. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that and let John
2: go on from here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play guitar nearly as nearly as well as Paul does. Um, so I. You know it's it's funny you talk about that tech day because the one thing i remember is nobody like you said nobody knew anything about computers and i remember that i i was i didn't have enough hard drive space on my laptop that was like this thick to actually run the powerpoint that i gave at the ada so i had do you remember the jazz drive yep yep so i had a i had a SCSI jazz drive connected through the SCSI port that i paid extra money for on this laptop And I was kind of talking about that, and I said, there's this thing coming, this new thing that's called USB, and it stands for Universal Serial Bus. And I remember everybody in the audience like went and wrote that down. (laughs) And I was like, I think maybe I'm onto something. Um, But it's just um, same thing. I did that, and a couple of companies came to me and said, you take things apart? And I said, yeah. So they said, okay, well, you know, we're going to send you some stuff, take this apart. I had a a computer company that said uh, at one point in time, do you have a a computer in your operatory? And I was like, yes. And they said, well, we're trying to create this sensor that will connect to anybody's computer. So can you take your computer apart and install a bunch of hardware? So I did that. And then, I don't know, it was shortly after you got the, the DE gig, that dental products report came to me. Um, and they said, "Hey, we've read some of your stuff because I was still writing for Tools RS." Yep. And they said, "You know, would you be interested in working for at that time dental practice and finance?"
3: Well, right. And I
2: said, yeah, i could do that. And it just kind of just spiraled. And I, I, I will say the one thing, sometimes people will come up to Paul and I at meetings. They probably do it to you guys, too. Like, I want to do what you do. <laughs> you know, tell me, like, what's yeah, the right. plan? <laughs> you know, how did you, you know, show me, like, the, the Excel spreadsheet of your. And I always say, <laughs> I kind of feel like I was drinking a malt in this malt shop and I turned at just the right angle, and some guy said, have you ever wanted to be in pictures? (laughs) Um, Because there was no plan. It just happens. Yeah, I I just remember that Bob was on the the Internet Dental Forum, Bob Davis, that had the Tools Mm R Us newsletter, and he said, I need, he just put a general email out, I need somebody to write an article about using an intraoral camera. And I, I mean, I, you know, Paul was on there, and Paul was a pretty prolific writer at the time, and was given a lot of advice. not he wasn 't writing articles then, but he was yeah. getting a lot of advice and i don 't know if I've ever told you this actually, but I remember thinking oh, that's paul 's gig paul's going to because paul's the one that can describe all this thing in print, and i I don't remember if he actually asked you like in public, but I think you said like i'm too busy to do it or something like that <laughs> at that time and so I thought. Well, I guess I can probably scribble something down as good as the next guy. And
3: I did leave out one up. little piece of the puzzle. In 1978, 1978, I put a computer in my office. Yep. There was wow. no such thing as Bill Gates, or he was still in to grade school, <laughs> and uh, it was this gigantic. It was the size of a washing machine. The hard drive was actually this big. Wow. It looked like an album. I think it had yeah. t- two, <laughs> two megabytes maybe on the whole thing Pro, yeah, and when probably. you did a backup you had two people you had to take it out put it back in into this thing and uh,
2: I actually mentioned if that's <laughs> reading dental products report this this month's article or maybe it's last month's article It's so one about the best of class I mentioned that you were the one of the first people that ever installed a computer so all, in your so office all
3: my friends are buying cars and I spent like 20 grand on this computer <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like, what's wrong with you but that's a good point when people, to your point, John, when people come up and say, hey, give me, like, the recipe yeah. Yeah. to do all these things is you guys actually did do all these things. It, it just wasn't what people f- think it was. I mean,
2: yeah. I don't think
3: either neither of us was on a path. Like, oh, we want to be famous dentists. Right. I mean, yeah. We just, right. Yeah. We just did things, and we knew a lot of people. But to this day, we knew a lot of people. But, but, I mean, John and I both get the same thing. I'll, I'll, somebody will come up to me and they go, can I talk to you? I go. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you're Dr. Paul. I go, I'm just this guy from Massachusetts. I mean, yeah. I have a practice like yeah. you did. I just happen to know a little bit more about some of these things than you do. That's it. We're just we're very approachable attachable. touchable.
2: Yep. I want to tell a quick story on Paul that I think this, well, this just oh. tells your human side. We were on a cruise. We were doing an Alaskan cruise and we were on the inside passage. And so everybody lines up on the bow of was the a ship. C-
3: it was a CE cruise. It was a CE cruise, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and so everybody lines up on the bow because there's like islands and then, Coast and they're maneuvering. It's really exciting, <laughs> and my son was with us, and my son was like four at the time, and so he's a little guy, and he wants to see. And there's this huge sea of humanity, and I'm talking to somebody, and he's like, "Dad, Dad!" And he's yanking my pants. I'm "Like just a minute, just a minute," and I had the the sudden horror that all parents have, which is I looked down and he was gone, and I was like, "Oh," geez. and I looked <laughs> up, and. About ten feet away, he's sitting on Paul's shoulders. <laughs> now Paul's six four, so this kid is now like eight feet, <laughs> and he can see everything. And the smile on his face, and Paul held him on his shoulders for like two hours. That—that's the approachable thing about—and and, and that's th- who he still, is. To this
3: day, they're my stepkids. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, they are. They are. But that's just yeah, we're just normal people. And people like, can I get a picture? And like, oh my gosh, yeah. If you. Want to break but, the yeah, camera? But, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the
3: balance, I, I don't have a balance. I mean, I, I really don't have a balance. Is is just what I do.
2: I don't it's, sleep much.
3: You know, oh. and, and and you know, and the the, the old saying: Be careful what you wish for, because ah. people so, can say, oh, how, you know, yeah. how did you get to be on the podium at the Chicago Midwinter or whatever. And, and you, make, you must be making zillions of dollars doing that now. No. <laughs> no, that's You're actually that's losing not, money every yeah. time you walk out of that office. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do this because you love it and you have a passion for teaching and, and giving forth information to people. And, and that's the whole story. That's you want to make story. the
2: world a better place. You want to make, you know, I, I always say that my big thing is technology that improves patient outcomes. And if you improve patient outcomes, then you make things better for the doctor, for the team, and... For the profession, and, and I mean, this is the only thing I ever wanted to do. I I wanted to be a dentist when I was three, and I just got lucky. I was just in the right place at the right time, and but somebody you said. I have to say, and this. you may
3: have the same thing. John, I'll be sitting in some very expensive restaurant that's being paid for by somebody else, by some corporation, and was sitting there going. Do you believe, when we were in dental school, do you ever think we'd be sitting here at the Ritz-Carlton and hanging, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing that, that going back to when you were a student in school and, and, and this is what, had this happen? How did this happen?
0: I totally get food FOMO when I see all your, like, it's almost like a mini competition <laughs> yeah. when you all are in different yeah. cities from one another and I'm like.
2: You know, I, uh, I've, I've gotten to be, over the years, I've got to be friends with Dan Fisher, uh, Dr. Fisher, who is the, the guy that, that started and owns Ultradent. And he has told me so many times, he's like, John Fisher's a lucky guy. And I love him because he's, he's incredibly smart, but he's also incredibly humble. And I think that's the whole thing, is I just got lucky. You
1: know? I wouldn't say lucky. I would say you're in the right place at the right time. And I think that it's an evolution. You know, yeah. you say, you, you get an opportunity. Yep. You're not scared to say no. Right. But another thing I think that's really interesting is that dentists are funny creatures, you know? You think about it, and dentists, you know, you might have a dentist down the road, and there's, like, competition there, so there's this, like, unspoken thing. Right. But, I mean, here we are, the editors of four major publications in dentistry, and, I mean, I love you guys individually yep. and collectively, and that we can do these things and be friends. Well, it's, yeah. just, it's not
3: competitive. I mean, we're each doing a slightly different aspect yeah. of what we're doing in a different, different format. Um, and, and you, know, I, you know, we've talked together and tried to share ideas and, you know, throw things back and forth and share people. I, I find certain authors and I say, you know, this author might not be very good for my clinical side. Maybe it would work better for you or for you, John. Mm-hmm. Or, so there's, there's a sharing in there. It's, it's, and it's, the, the, the bosses might not think this is so great, but...
2: <laughs> the, the rising tide floats all boats. I love that expression, but it's so true. And. You know, P- Pam and I did a, a deal in, uh, was, it was August, right? Yeah, it was August, mm-hmm. and um, it was just, a, it was funny because it was a program for Sonicare, and when they first came to me and, and we kind of talked about it, they were like, well, how do you envision this happening? And I just said, well, Pam and I are just going to talk, and when you say that to a corporation sometimes yeah. they're like what yeah. you're gonna know what and here's, here's the
3: 30 questions you exact, must answer. yeah yes
2: but it was so funny because we you know we logged on to the whole thing and like the big red recording thing clicks in the corner and Pam and I just talked because Pam's my girl yeah and, <laughs> and we it's just it was no work it was just we respect each other we like each other and I mean to be the same way I mean yeah. yesterday I worked with Paul all day here on the podium and we were just like, okay, who who speaks first? Cause we're just, you know, I mean, it's just, you, you like each other. I've known David for a long time. Um, you just have that that warm fuzzy for people and it's all about just making the world a better place.
0: Did you rock scissors paper who was gonna start? Nope. We no, just, we kinda looked it, with like terrified like Marty, eyes at Marty's each other. Story. Yeah, we are
3: like, Marty, you got, and and we, uh, we, we had we had a that we horrified the ADA because we had they, they had us set up in some system. No, so, we oh, we we're gonna we we have three laptops running. How do you do that? We, well, have, our, we have our own hub. We yeah. have our own wires. We set this. We set up this. You want to do a short story about the Newark story?
2: Oh yeah. So we <laughs> years and years ago. And once again, it was before broadband, or by yeah, on yeah, dial-up. Yeah. And we were gonna do a program together and we were trying to think of how are we gonna share, you know, so we're not duplicating we didn't, the same data. There was no data.
3: USB drive, so we're trying to figure out we can plug our computers into each yeah. other and share it, you know, shoot stuff back and forth. So,
2: <laughs> our friend Marty Diablo lives in New Jersey and then Paul's in Boston, I'm in Kansas City. So we said, well, let's just all, well, Marty will drive, Paul and I will fly to Newark Liberty Airport and there's a Marriott there Right by the airport, so <laughs> we'll just get a room, and we'll just spend like three or four days in this room, <laughs> and was this pre or post 9-11? Uh, post. <laughs> okay, so we almost got arrested because we had all this hardware and all these computers <laughs> and these somebody cables came were by running and around. So this
3: hub going on with all this Yeah, stuff. so we had
2: all our computers connected. So the only way we could like share stuff, and because otherwise it would take a week to like send Paul a PowerPoint slide. And yeah, and somebody, I think they called the cops or security yeah, came by or something because by. we're right by <laughs> Newark Airport and we got all this junk going on. He does not look like the Unabomber,
1: <laughs> So that's totally,
2: totally good. I'd like to say this is the Paul Feuerstein starter set that I'm uh. sporting in. But, uh, you know, when we were on our, our Alaskan careers, too, I actually saw him get a haircut. Oh, yeah. That was As a big moment we, we, in my We did life. a video of that whole thing. Yeah.
1: Were you crying? I was disturbed. I, yeah.
3: All I can say is I do this because I can and it, it, it bothers my friends who don't have this hair. And if the, as long as the camera's not way over here, it's, it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> we should have like a little
3: fan going in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <exactly>. the <laughs> moment. Though. Yeah. Because
2: all I got is the color. I don't have the same. I can't do that. But,
3: uh, yeah, this is what dentistry does to you. This used to be nice and dark. <laughs> That'll never happen to me.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey,
2: girl. That's why we love you.
3: So,
1: all right. So let's talk a little bit of clinical. Like, So, I mean, you have a lot of dentists that say, I want to be you, I want to do these things. And you say, I want to do the right thing. Like, what does that mean to you?
2: You want to do that? Go ahead, John. I don't care if you're the CEO of a company. I I won't mention any companies. But, I mean, (laughs) you can be the, the president or the CEO of a huge dental company that owns multiple smaller companies. The person that you work for is the patient. Yeah. The person that sits in the chair. You know, den- I, I tell my patients all the time, dentistry is a weird profession. I mean, from from a reception standpoint is we are way in the bubble. You can't see what we're doing, and you can't ask us about it while we're doing it. And the trust that has to go into you know, basically being blind and, and mute and then letting somebody get way in that personal space and yet you trust them to do the right thing. Yeah. That's huge. And so, you know, if you're the CEO of a company, congratulations, that person puts their tail on my chair. That is, that person is paying you. And you have to look out for what is absolutely the best for them. Dan Fisher calls it the daughter test, which, which is if my daughter was sitting here, would I do this exact same thing? I love that. That's his. That's Dan Fisher's. It's not mine. Um, but you've got to do what's right. Money does not show up because you emphasize money. Money shows up because you emphasize the love of the people who trust you.
3: And, and all four of us are in the luxury position that companies come to us and say, you're an expert on materials, and you're an expert on this. Would you like to try this new material? And the answer is, not pre, I don't want to do a pre, pre, pre-approval. Yeah. If it's been pre-approved, if it's FDA approved, and you're just ready to do a launch, I'll give you my information about it, yeah. but I'll tell my patients right away. Now they, they love it because they come in. And go, what do you got new today, Doctor Paul? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what's, what's the latest thing there? So so it's a very careful it's a very careful thing because you don't want to do some little project with the patient, and the next thing you know, oh gee, the composites are all failing, and mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's so it's it's a mixed blessing there. Uh, way back back when I was working with uh, the company called Brontes in Massachusetts, we were developing a new scanner. And Which they sold to 3M. Well, yeah, that's another. St- no, I just, but yeah. it's, just, it's a big yeah. deal. Well, they sold for me a hundred uh, million dollars. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't an owner, but um, when the patients they came, sent him a
2: nice box of chocolates, <laughs> yeah. delicious but, chocolates. Yeah.
3: But when the patients came in, we would, we, we we had we were under the FDA rules to say we're doing an experimental process. Now it wasn't an end result thing, so we were doing preparing teeth. I was preparing teeth, taking a traditional impression, a, a, a digital impression, and then. Blindly, they'd get these crowns back to me, and we'd do an assessment. Nothing like Gordon Christensen, but an assessment, and we'd pay the patients twenty-five bucks. And the patients thought this is the greatest thing. But they had to sign off on it. They knew it was experimental. Oh. But the end result was I was not going to put in a crown that didn't fit. So, but that was that was kind of an interesting journey.
2: And and you do get these things. I, I am going to mention a company, but it's because they did the totally the right thing. But I was it was evaluating a mill. A few years ago, and the only blocks that they had were manufactured by 3M. So I was doing, I was milling crowns, trying them in, taking images, doing all these tests. And one day, I get this call from 3M, and they're like, "How many of those have you put in the mouth?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's maybe 30." And they're like, "Stop!" Jeez. And I was like, what, yeah. "Why?" And Fun they times. were like, "Yeah, they were like, they're all debonding. Um, we don't know what what it is, but..." they're all debonding, so stop. And they made, so, that
3: pu- I mean, they made it public, it wasn't yeah, a secret.
2: yes, yeah, and, I, and that's what they did, they absolutely did the right thing. The only thing I would say to, to people that are listening to this is just that I redid those because that was the yeah. right thing to yeah. do, yeah. but nobody came to me and said, oh, here's, here's all this money for your time and trouble. Uh-huh. You know, wh- I went into it and I said, okay, I'll try this, and, and my patients were in on it and they yeah. knew. Yeah, um, great points. But I, you know, I replaced all this stuff at my cost. Because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also because it's the right thing
1: to do. It's the right thing to do. It feels well, like a theme. It yeah. is a theme. Well, we are out of time, which is so sad. I, I know, know. Crazy. How did that happen? Has it been six days already? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you share how people can follow you? Go, Paulie.
3: I'm easy. I have a very simple email address. It's Paul at toothfairy.com. Love it. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but my Facebook page is really a personal Facebook page. But I do have, I think it's called, <laughs> I have to post on it. I haven't posted it all year. Dr. P- I think it's Paul Feuerstein DMD Dental Technology. So I, I better get you just give me some impetus to put some more things on But that. if you
2: if you follow just his personal stuff, you will see some amazing <laughs> food because this yes. guy. Um, and mine, I'm really lucky there's only one flukey in dentistry in the United States. So everything is either J flukey, letter J, F-L-U-C-K-E, or F-L-U-C-K-E. So, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. I've got a YouTube channel. I post videos. I'm also a big baseball fan. So, if you're really interested in the results of the hot dog derby from the Kauffman Stadium, uh,
3: not to mention you know, that's, Kansas City, and everybody's a Swifty now. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. many Swifties. <laughs> so yeah, many Swifties. Kelsey's
2: uh, jerseys went up, four, what, sales 400% last week? <laughs> Crazy. The week before time. Wow! But well, thanks, Pam. For thank that. I you. Appreciate
1: no, it. Yeah, we're so happy to Maybe have thanks. you guys here. <laughs> we have some Air Tags for you guys, so <laughs> we want to thank you guys for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for oh, being
3: is here. Is this and just uh, so
1: you can like figure out where we
3: are?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody's figured our Everybody stick out. I'll give one to seems my wife. So innocent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's
1: just a Life Three Hundred and Sixty Air Tag. I don't oh, know what your problem Don't
3: worry, there. <laughs> it'll be fine. Totally fine.
1: Trust um, me.
3: No
0: one's tra- <laughs> this is
3: great. Thanks so much. Let's, let's, yeah, guys, this is
0: part yeah. two someday. Yeah, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah, was awesome. super
1: fun. So yeah. we'll definitely have to have you back on again and yeah. enjoy the rest of SmileCon. And yeah. everybody, for Dentistry Unmasked, we will see y'all next week. Cheers. Bye.
0: Thank you everyone for watching or listening to the show this week. And thanks to our guests and sponsors on this episode.
1: Please check out our social media at Dr. Pamela underscore Miragliano and at dental economics official,
0: or you can check me out at ignite DDS or at Dr. David rice
1: and go to dentaleconomics.com to receive dental economics. You can choose to receive DE in print or digitally, and you can also get the details of our principles of practice management conference on our website.
0: If you have time topics or guests or anything you'd like to talk about on the show, send us an email to dentistryunmaskedpodcast at gmail.com, and we will do our very best to make it happen. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.